God, dig that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, repeat after me. Sabrina's Dirty Deeds. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sab. Hello, Jamie. Good to see you. You too. Been a little while. I know. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, well, we've had we've had elections, we've had a little bit of COVID, we've had, you know, it's been exciting. Oh, look at you getting political. Mm, I know. Yeah. Very exciting. Since Jamie. I saw you last, you've been talking to farmers and I really yeah. enjoyed that. I know I couldn't be here. Yeah. But how yeah. good was that? I know. He's he's like the the leading light of the regen farming movement, I reckon. Ahead of his time. So I had yeah. to listen back. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and That's I felt good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't be a good sign if that, I just skipped that one. That just shows how professional this unit is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Professional with a capital P. Um mm. I, I felt like he's a bloke that was probably twenty years ahead of himself. Yeah. And it would have been really difficult because all his mates were probably Slagging him off a little bit behind his back mm. when he was doing what he was doing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They used to say you're a you're a weird one. Yeah. Anyway, look at him now. Um, hey, this is going to be fun today. I'm looking forward to this. Really different to the other week as well. Uh, but you've got a fantastic book right in front of you. Yeah. It's called Plantastic with an exclamation mark. Probably should have shouted it. Uh, a to Z of Australian plants, and it's by Cat Klaus. Some beautiful illustrations uh, in there as well uh, from Rachel Guyon. And uh, Kat's with us today. G'day, Kat. Hi. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, I, I love your book. I was just having a flick through before, and, and I wonder who you're getting more of a reaction from, the kids or the parents? <laughs> um, it's a bit of a combination. Um, definitely I've got a lot of supportive parents around that uh, um, are really loving having a look at the book and sharing it with the kids, but the kids seem to love it too, which is good. <laughs> I, I think the, the joy of it is, is that it's actually, it's fun and there's some really awesome fun facts that would appeal to children, like, you know, the thing on carnivorous plants. So, so the book is, the, the illustrations that uh, Rachel's done are just glorious. I love them. Um, but your little plantastic fact about, you know, you give really interesting facts about that plant and then you've got a plantastic activity which goes on the other page. So, so what sort of, why did you design it this way? Um, I, for a lot, there were a lot of reasons. I, it took me, it was a bit of a three years in the making this book. So I, I thought deeply about it and for a, quite a long time. Um, one of the reasons was I, at the time and as, as there wasn't a book like this around, there's a, that were focused specifically on Australian native plants. So I wanted to try and make sure that it was a book that kids of a range of ages could pick up and enjoy and look at. So I thought if I can, if it can have beautiful pictures that are really appealing, some quick, short, sharp facts that younger kids could be interested in and some activities that kids that might not like to read so much might get more involved in. It might cover, you know, it might appeal to a lot, a lot, a lot more of the kids out there um, if I could keep it, you know, different options for them to read and look at. Yeah, uh, it it says it does what it says on the tin, right? Like on the front of the the front cover, it's uh, an A to Z of Australian plants. And you mentioned uh, a little bit of what you're trying to achieve with it. But um, where where did the inspiration strike? Was there something that happened that that made you think I've got to write this bloody book? <laughs> Actually, that's almost exactly how I thought of it. <laughs> and there were two things. Um, <laughs> the first thing was I love uh, at the time my kids would have been about 
three and five and we came out of the library. They must have had one of those displays up where they had a theme going and it was an Australian animal theme. So we came out with a huge pile. My daughter is particularly interested in Australian animals. So uh, I came out of the library and I thought to myself, this, I love these books, but I, I would really like to read a book like this about Australian plants to my kids. So I sort of had that thought, went home, did a bit of searching and I couldn't find a book at all like that. And I was, I was, I felt a bit sad. I thought, I can't believe there's not one single book about Australian uh, plants out there for me to read to my kids, Not you know, like a proper kids picture book. Mm. Uh, and at the same time, I'd also been reading quite a few articles about plant blindness. And one of them in particular was talking about kids missing some opportunity to connect with plants and how that, you know, um, moulds into adulthood being a bit disconnected from the biodiversity out there. So between those two frustrations, I... Um, I complained for a while about a lack of such a book and <laughs> and then after about six months of complaining, I did realise if I don't write this book, when is it going to get written? Yeah. So I just started writing. <laughs> what, what I love though, like you've chosen some really interesting plants that would really appeal to kids. Like you've got the drosera, you know, the you've got a couple of plants there in, and you've got the mistletoe where, you know, the bird poops on a branch and the mistletoe grows but you've got you know the carnivorous plants which of course kids are fascinated by they are and adults too and if I had to pick one of my favorites out of the book the the sundews the drosera would be right up there mm. um and so you're right I tried to the, I tried to pick plants that were very Australian common plants so mm. that any kid across anywhere in Australia would hopefully find at least one or two of these very common plants. But I also really wanted to make sure there were some super fun ones in there too. So like the trigger plant, which is, so it was that's and the Esther stylinium yeah. and like the Gerocera. Um, so to really kind of um, provide the kids the opportunity to realise that there's some really interesting plants out there too. And they're not just, it's just not all green in the background. So what was yeah. the toughest letter cat? Because you can have an idea like this, right? And you go, oh, A to Z, that makes heaps of sense. And then you start doing some research and all of a sudden you get to, I don't know, Q and you go, oh, no, what, what am I going to so put Q here? Q was quite easy, actually. And you're right, there was. The toughest letter is still, it's a little bit of a quieter page, but is the J for, it's for Jasmine, the native Jasmine. Um, I just, there's really not a lot of um, <laughs> common or very super interesting uh plants that I could narrow down to at least um, the fitted J so that was my trickiest one um, but I think that one was really good because it g- gave me the opportunity to talk about how how and why plants might climb um, mm. and that got into a bit of sort of photosynthesis so um, although um, that was a tough letter for me to to cater for I think it has some really interesting information in there still so and I, and I love your uh, you know you've got a bit of bush tucker stuff there with your yam daisy which is, yes. which is really, you know, that's bringing in that whole cultural thing of how plants that are in Australia were used by Indigenous people. And I think it perhaps gives kids um, a sense of history and, you know, the importance of that connection to country and who, you know, who would have eaten those plants and how did they find them and where did they know to go to, to you know, explore them and, and, you know, how would you cook it and that sort of thing. So, 
Do you think kids are becoming – I know that the limelight is on a lot more of our Australian edible plants. Do you think kids are interested in that side of things? Yes, and I, definitely, I do think they are, and I think you're one hundred percent right. But the limelight, well, I feel what like watching, uh, watching what's gone on maybe in the last ten years with kids, and especially in schools and things like that, connecting with plants has started out of the school garden um, kind of setup, and and then it, it is starting to really evolve into the native edible plants area. So that definitely seems to. Um, seem to be something that kids are starting to embrace and have the opportunity to, le- to learn about um, and seem to be enjoying. And, and so I'm trying, I feel like I'm sort of jumping ahead at the next step and saying, how about we just look broadly in the bush around you? Mm. What can you see out there that's just been growing there for, you know, forever and a day? Um, and what's interesting about that too, but definitely the edible um, native plants is the latest thing, I think, for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried it? Yeah, Daisy, Seb? Me, um, I've tried lots of different yams. I haven't tried that particular one. Uh, we have different yams in WA. But uh, what I can tell you and what's a, a great thing that, you know, when I go out bush with the kids is I say, okay, we have to dig. We have to dig for at least half an hour before we get near the yam. And you have to think about I have this much energy to find this food. Is it worth it? um but also that that goes on to you know then you talk to kids about caring for for the land and how you don't just take everything you have to leave plants there to regenerate and rejuvenate the the land that they're on so you know I think plants have so many things to teach kids I think um, that sort of leads on to another thing I talk about briefly, but everything's quite brief, but it's sort of short, sharp, but hopefully interesting facts in the book is about, um, I talk about it in the emu bush page and how mm. the, the, uh, Indigenous Australians used emu bush in a really range of different medical type uh, ways. And I was talking about the fact that um, how important it is to protect our biodiversity because we, we, you know, there's a wealth of potential. If you, if you want to think about it, how we could use it as just that, from just that point of view, there's so many potential great uses, medical and otherwise for plant that plants might be able to provide us out there. And it's important for us to be making sure we're protecting a range of biodiversity so uh, that hopefully it's there for future, future generations and interests we might need it in the future. Kat, um, you said, you know, this, this really started, um, you know, with your kids. What's their reaction been to the book and have you seen their interests maybe change uh, since they've been able to get their mitts on it? Yes, yeah, so I have the two very interesting um, responses. My daughter is, uh, is, she loves learning, you know, facts and information. She absorbs everything that she kind of hears. So she's loving every page and I find she, she has so many questions too by the end of each page. So she's lucky because I'm her mum so I can answer a huge number of her questions. <laughs> but um, So she's really interested and then she loves looking out for mistletoes and going and finding sundews now and my kids both know what duck orchids are. So they're, you know, they're obviously got a planty mum. But um, my son actually, he's only six and so he gets offended easily 
and his name is only in the book twice, and my daughter was in it three times. He was he was super offended about that, so he currently <laughs> won't let me read it to him. So uh, that's going to be a twenty first joke for him oh the day that God. I wrote a book for him. <laughs> that is the <laughs> greatest. <laughs> I love I love that sibling rivalry. It's, no, you were it's, in the front seat last week. It's my turn. That exactly that thing happened with my book. So I'm sure he will grow. He will learn to love it in a couple of years' time when he realises it's not that bad. But at the moment, he's not yeah. happy with me. Gutted, gutted. Oh, yes. Just maybe on the next uh, on the next pressing there, you might just have to squeeze him in one more time. I either need to do that or change the name. I am definitely that is definitely going to be an edit if I can get that in. <laughs> Uh, has, I just wonder about your own backyard or maybe that of your mates as well, but but has that changed uh, on this three-year journey to, to put this together? Um, yes. I, so my yard, I'm mostly – so we, we brought a bigger – we're in a tiny inner-city Melbourne house until about seven years ago, and when we brought our bigger, you know, suburban block, I've been actively – it was a blank canvas, so I've been working on a native garden from day dot um, on that site. Um, so our so our yard, especially at the front, has has really evolved into like a native garden. Um, but interesting that you asked about our neighbours because within the last two years, our neighbours have also started seeing the benefits of um, a really lovely, easy to manage, especially if you grow things or plant things that grow locally. So they've sort of evolved their gardens into native gardens now too. So we've got maybe three or four within the, you know, a small circle of houses within our I love that. I love yeah, it's that. Really it's like good. it's yeah. like the um the stone in the mill pond, isn't it? It's sort of it, it is. You know. And, and one other thing in your in your book, I love you 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 talk about um some of the tasty little creatures <laughs> that you find inside the bladder bladderwort. That is the illustration is so sweet. It's very cute, isn't it? Yeah. I wish I, do you know, for all I know about the bladderworts, I have never actually been able to see any, you know, I haven't actually been able to see it in action, which, I mean, it's obviously would be quite a tricky thing to see, mm. but catching or having a really good look at those bladders and catching the bugs. One day I'll try and find someone who's um, got a good microscope and is a bit yeah. of an expert in this to get me, get them to show me. But I do love finding a bladderwort when we're out walking I know. around. It's such <laughs> interesting plants. <laughs> and the kids would love the name as well. They I, do, I, yeah. I and they're quite easy to spot. So once yeah. they've got their eye in for them, they, they, they're onto it. So yep. That's good. <laughs> yep. And that's that's part of it too. It's it's creating awareness in children that these, you know, these things are out there. And once they like like you say, once they've got their eye in, they actually can spot them all all through the bush. So do you reckon you've got another book in you there, Kat? I feel like I've got about ten, but oh, I've good. Got... <laughs> but um, I'm not. Uh, but I probably need to, you know, take my time with these ideas. And uh, so I definitely have at least another another book. I'd love to either do follow up this book because it was very very hard to narrow down a, oh, a, all God. of Australian plants yeah. into twenty six. Oh, give us one plants. that missed out. <laughs> give us one where you were like agonising up until the deadline. Where you go, oh, um, is it this way or the other way? Um, 
Did you leave one on the bench probably, that you, you regret a little bit now? Something like, not, something like not a Fagus. Um, and I'm, I'm one of these people that only either knows scientific names or common names. So yep. I'm sorry about that. I just, I've got so many plant names in my head. I go one way or the other. But and then I'm not a Fagus is probably one. I would have liked to have thought about um, how they do one of the few Australian plants that do lose their leaves. Um, during the season, change in seasons. That was probably one. There was there were there was actually a lot of trees. I had to um, I really had to. I really one of my aims of the book was also to make sure that it wasn't just all about one sort of plant group or you know plant form. So um, I didn't just want it to be about all the all the main trees in Australia. So there were probably a few trees too that I'd love to get in there. Um, yeah, there was there were the tons. I can't even think of any in particular. But <laughs> now, how did you um, how did you uh, form a friendship with Rachel to to do the illustrations? So actually, CSIRO were amazing, amazing to deal with. They were. Um, I just sent in the proposal, and I said, I think this is a real gap. Kids should have the opportunity to to le- learn in a really easy uh, picture book fashion about some Australian native plants. And they were straight away, they straight away agreed, this, this looks great. And they actually helped find the, um, find Rachel, the illustrator. Oh, wow. Uh, and and in, in the end, she, she actually lives just around the corner from me. So she's, she's local. Um, oh, you know. my goodness. So, um, so it's good. So the way that, that we kind of had to work, we kind of worked through CSIRO and we chatted through them to get going with the book. But since then, and since it's been published, we've been chatting quite a lot, which is lovely. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and she obviously got the whole essence of the book, you know, how the, your writing style and what you covered in each, each, each plant. She seems to have captured the whole mood of, you know, of the philosophy behind the book. Yeah, she's done, she has. She's just done an absolutely amazing job. Um, she, we work, obviously worked together so... Um, I'd pick a, a specific species. So say say for Banksia, I'd pick a specific species. Or acacia is probably a good example. So we picked golden wattle because that's obviously the national floral emblem and yeah. a really iconic plant. And we and we just sort of she would sort of start the illustrations and then I'd chat about a few key features that really needed to be in there to be for, to, for that plant to be very recognisable as that species. And then she she'd work on it and then add some colour and go from there. But I just feel like she just did such an amazing job of capturing the right amount of detail so that it could the, the book can be used as a really simple identification tool for a young a kid, but also kept it fun, really fun, so and bright. Yeah. Just on that, was it was it difficult to balance the fun side of it with the information side? Was that something you're really conscious of while you're going through the process? Yeah, yes. It, um, so I felt like I, I tried to sort of um, keep it as lighthearted as I could and make sure that I was kind of talking to the kids in the book. Um, so I kept, I tried to keep the, the language. So you, like you mentioned before, that the title's fantastic with an exclamation mark and I tried to keep it exclamation marky as much as I could through yeah. the book. Um so, but there were some really, you know, scientific concepts I talked about there, like photosynthesis. So it was very, um, it, it took a, it took a quite a lot of time to really make sure that the, the, the information was there, so it was factual without completely overwhelming your kids um, by the content. So, um, it's, it's, 
I've tried, I've tried to work really hard on that. So I think we got there. <laughs> well, I, I don't have any little kids, but I absolutely, I had so much fun reading your book, Kat. I think it's just, I think it's a book for adults and for kids. So I think even if you've got little kids and, and the adults are reading it to the kids, they get as much enjoyment out of it as, as what the kids so I think you've nailed it pretty well, Kat. <laughs> Thank you. And I think you're right. I think um, there's a lot of adults out there that didn't, uh, you know, maybe didn't have the opportunity or haven't, for whatever reason, haven't had a chance to learn a lot about plants. So um, I feel like every parent and adult that I talk to that has had a read of the book has something that they mentioned that they didn't know about plants before. So mm. I've, I feel like it is a journey for a whole family. Um and um, yeah, and I'm, so I'm really happy about that. So I, I do hope it's fun for young and old. <laughs> yeah, no, I reckon that's a that's a really lovely way to put it. A journey for the family, um, plenty for everyone to to learn about. But you know, almost more importantly, have a lot of fun as well. Um, Kat, congrats on the book. Thanks so much for having a yarn to us uh, as as well. And uh, looking forward to the second one. Watch this space. Oh. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to writing a second one. Ah, ripper, you good thing. Thank you so much, Kat. Thank you. Thanks very much.